Hey everybody, Drew here to introduce this wonderful episode. We are getting towards the end of the Dead Sun's Adventure Path. That is pretty crazy to see how far we have come in in these many months together. And I look forward to seeing where things end up. But before we get to that, I get the honor of announcing the winner for December's Fan Submission Challenge, our Season 2 NPC Challenge. And we didn't limit anybody to, to just be able to put in one, so we had people sending in two or three, and, and our winner is actually one who submitted three different submissions. Jason K, aka Darkest Squidman, you have won! Congratulations! But which of your NPCs that you submitted won? Well, you're just going to have to tune in to Season 2 of Cosmic Crit to find out. We've got some runner-ups, including Golden Paws, Awesome, Astrozoan, Information Broker, and many, many Skittermanders. If I had a Skittermander arm for however many Skittermanders we had, I don't know, I'm doing math, Skitter math, uh, divide it by three, and that's how many halves of Skitters you have. I don't know. It's late, or it's early because who knows what time we're recording this. But thanks to everyone who submitted NPC. I know this is a contest that's going to come back at some point in the future. This is the second round that we have done this, so expect that to happen. Who knows? Six months? Year? Uh, we'll see when Season 3 happens. Wink. Ah, that was a Christmas callback. Huh? Huh? Yeah. Anyway... Don't forget about January's fan submission contest. Uh, the the rules and regulations are all on CosmicCrit.com for our guest spot, uh, where you submit a an audio sample, and we will pick somebody to to do a little recording that we will plug into a future episode in season two. I keep saying season two because it's just around the corner. I can't believe it, but I don't want to waste too much more of your time because we've got some pretty big stuff happening as we round out the final days of Cosmic Crit Season 1 Dead Suns AP. I present to you Episode 68. The Ellicott Company. Last time on Cosmic Crit. We stole a tram and were chased through the tunnels of the Empire of Bones. Raimi drives it like he stole it because, well, he did. All aboard for stops in engineering, cooling systems, and kookamonga. Andis reads a newspaper while Raimi drives like all of our lives depend on it. Udras likes tram rides. They are peaceful and extra safe when covered in fire-retardant foam. Must go faster. Must go faster. Unable to outrun our foes, we defeated them in hand-to-hand -hand combat. It's another slugfest! Terminator Security Bot vs. The Adrosinator! Three? Three Pronk and Elikoth? I, I think I just magic missled myself. Elikoths? Uh, what do you guys say we get back on the tram? Episode commencing in three, two, one. Episode initiated. Welcome, Furians and Necromongers, as we travel across a long, dark landscape full of monsters on today's episode of The Criticals of Riddick. <laughs> My name is Patrick, and I'm your GM here, your glooming monster skulking through the darkness of an inhospitable planet. We're taking on a team of bounty hunters trying to drop us off on a planet full of lava and prisoners. And joining me are my five fellow escapees, your players and my five friends. To my left, a young girl who shaves her head to look more like Vin Diesel. It's true, playing Ackfeld's bar. It's about family. <laughs> to his left, the tweaking bounty hunter sworn to take his quarry to a prison planet. It's Jabert. 
playing Andis 147. Yeah, she. Across the digital table, a large blind monster who burns in bright light. It's Miles playing Rami Quindar. You're all scared of the wrong thing. <laughs> who is left? The de facto captain of a ship going down in flames. It's Rebecca playing Alindra Vallis. Hello. And finally, to my right, the holy man that somehow survives a massive alien onslaught. It's Tyler playing Adros Veronis. A rough voice, a one-liner, and big biceps. <laughs> I would have also accepted I am Groot. <laughs> That's enough. I love the Riddick movies. So. They are so awful and so good at the same time. I love, I them. love them so I, much. I saw Chronicles of Riddick in theater. And I did I was too. Like, what did I just watch? <laughs> what because the that? first time I ever met Rebecca, she made fun of me for going to see that movie. Oh, man. Oh, I'm sorry. I, I'm I giving Rebecca so many cool points right now. <laughs> no, Rebecca, you are well in the right on that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, howdy, folks. How's everyone doing? Pretty good. Good. How are good. you? Good. You have some nice holiday time, some time off work. A little. We had a little podcast break in there too. Yeah, nice and relaxing. Yeah, it's, mm. I. Uh, it's a new year. I, I bought a chainsaw so I could make my own fang blade. What? <laughs> okay. <laughs> what? Is that, is that how a... those are traditionally made? <laughs> the chainsaw. Well, I mean. Yeah, yeah. Fang That's the closest are, we can get here on Earth. <laughs> chainsaw swords. So I bought a chainsaw so that I could try to turn it into a sword. And uh, I, I okay, don't think I your wife is going to let you do that. Tyler, starting twenty nineteen off and, right. And and, and yes. Tyler, if you if you don't can't get a, a a fusion on it to make it return to you, just use some string. Same thing. <laughs> Chain, I think, is what you're going to want to go with. The the string won't last that long no, if you're whipping I mean, it around. I, I like <laughs> if well, you need it on a budget. Some use. <laughs> if you need it on a budget, some uh, some dental floss will do very nicely. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you're want to you're want to triple that oh, bad boy up. Right. <laughs> um, uh-huh. But wrap it around your finger real tight so it turns purple. <laughs> oh, oh, gosh. Let's talk about last time on the podcast where you all almost escaped on the the one-quarter grav train as you raced through the many, many decks of the Empire of Bones. You'd think you'd be able to perfectly get away just zooming through the ship with the ace pilot, Raimi, at the Hello. But... <laughs> I went back and I looked at those rolls and almost every single speed up check, save for one or two, my undead commando uh, was able to match you all. And he was trying to do the double, double um, piloting checks, giving them a little negative. Doesn't have as good as a, a piloting skill as as Miles. But yeah, I think my lowest was like a nine, which was a success on that action because they actually had a, a lower level for for their security train. It was like uh, level 10. But that was the exact opposite of my mini combat rolls from the last few episodes, which this this resulted. I was able to follow you guys throughout the, the decks, the com- all the way up to the command deck where we got this fight. I got to bring out the huge Terminator security robots. And as I said last week, there's repercussions if you fail to shake them off your tail. So first you had to fight the security train. And now there's no time for you all to rest. Not even to catch your breath after that, because from the darkness from this station, three giant Elokoth step forth, these towering, lumbering, spindly leg, gargantuan creatures, and you hear their plaintive wailing through your space suits as it kind of shakes the metal grates beneath you. It's initiative roll time, everybody. Oh, no. <sighs> yeah, and you know we <laughs> rolled initiative before we started, and... Got some, got some pretty bad rolls here, but first up, in this combat, 
Alindra Vallis. All right. Hey, Rebecca. Hi. So, yeah, Alindra sees these giant things. You want to fight? Go fight. (laughs) Have fun. Uh, Yeah, so she's a little bit hurt. Um, She's uh, not feeling great right now. (laughs) But coming off of this previous combat and the high there, (laughs) I think she's just going to stellar rush right at this guy. Ooh, so I'm, I'm guessing the, the closest one, you got a, a straight line of sight to? Yeah, so I'm going to step right in front of Adras and just run at this guy thing. Ooh. I don't know that it's a guy. <laughs> it's yeah, no, I, I haven't looked underneath they. Uh, the hood either. <laughs> it, um, um, it will get an attack of opportunity as they spotted you from afar and were right. coming to investigate. So this one first attack brings down uh, one of its massive tusks. It's going to try and gore you as you drain, getting closer to it. A nine on the dice. That is going to be a hit. And let me roll some D10s. Oh, no. Four damage. Pretty high <laughs> rolls to start the game here. Uh, 17 on 2D10. And that is a total of 32 points of damage. Start us off. Piercing damage. Okay, hold on. I gotta do some math. <laughs> mm. Yes. Um, I take you're into HP damage now. Yeah. <laughs> okay. It's getting real, but, but you are able to charge in and make an attack as soon as it dips down to try and stab at you. You're right, within range so, here, so. Yeah, so attack. I'm just gonna use my solar weapon and I'm photon attuned. Mm-hmm. So 29 Ooh. to hit. Oh, yeah, that's a hit. Awesome. So that'll do 53 damage. <laughs> That's too much, Rebecca. Oh my gosh. It's just oh. enough, Patrick. Oh no, 53? 53 with photon <laughs> attunement. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, it, it looks very hurt. You're able to just slice off one of these tentacles coming out from underneath its tusks on its its face. Your armor starts giving off the radiation alarms, um, but everyone here has level seven armor or higher. Is that correct? Yes. Pretty sure we're yeah, we're all at level twelve, a little mm-hmm. boosted up, um, which means yeah, you're, you're basically immune to all those effects it's giving off. Um, great, that is your turn. Turn one, uh, number two in order is Knack Feldspar. Drew, welcome back, Delikoff party time. Oh yeah, there ain't no party like an Elikoth party because an Elikoth party stomps you to death. Uh, <laughs> oh jeez, have it? you been saving that for no, a week? I just. <laughs> I have not been trying not to think about this. Uh, so this this room here is this like the room in the other uh, tram area where it's open to the to the air? It's not closed off, but it's like oh higher. yes, in in the middle of the room there is indeed what looks like a uh, an abandoned little station about twenty five foot square um, that will cause a great deal of difficulty for you to move through. They will be able to step right over it because these walls are only about three, four feet tall. Okay, gotcha. Just trying to think if there's anything in there to go and see if we can get uh, a hand. I was, I was hoping we were going to get one of these rooms that had a big metal arm in the corner, but it does not appear oh. to be that way. Nope, there is there is one of those looking through this room. Uh, you saw as you came in, it is set up just like the other grab station, but in the orientation, this is in the kind of aft quadrant of this room. It is indeed the controls for a giant um, claw arm. <laughs> uh, I relay that to Andis. <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. Buddy, get in there. And Knack is going to uh, peek. They're going to move. I'm not that good 
Knack is going to move up here to this corner. Yeah, so you're going Sorry, uh, to I'm, the corner of the little I'm going to the corner of the little the room on the outside. Uh, so just straight mm-hmm. forward from the tram up uh, to get a little bit closer to the two Elikoths that are here, but also to get the third one into Gidim range if I need to. But I would like to, of course, Gidim the one that is menacing Alindra. And mm-hmm. these cats do not have a an intelligence score, I'm going to bet, meaning I'm not going to be able to clever faint them. But you know what? We're going to do inspiring boost. Uh, Alindra takes mm. 29 uh, R- uh, SP back. Oh, thank you. I'm sorry. Did you want to get them just one of them? Yes, for now. Okay. And this one that Alindra attacked. Oops. Yes. Sorry. Get all trigger happy here. Uh, <laughs> forget how this works. Here we go. Let's do get them. We'll symbol there for get them on this one. Excellent, excellent. All right, next in the turn order, Edros Veronis. We're, we're dipping down here from a 20 uh, roll with Alindra, 19 with Mac to a 10 for Tyler's Vesk character. Not the most fleet start to combat for Edros. <laughs> no, All right, I also so... rolled pretty poorly. So. <laughs> <laughs> good, that's good news. So what we have right now is there are three Elikoth. Alindra is menacing on one, but she just took a really bad hit. Mm-hmm. Edros is thinking it would be very bad to have these other two join in and possibly just wail on Alindra. So he's going to run forward past the small controller room. And then he's going to take about a 45 degree turn to the left and charge towards, do a very similar Alindra move, or, uh, charge towards the Elikoth that is in the middle. And hopefully that will also block the other Elikoth from, from moving past me, or past Adros, I should say. Okay, so charging the, the middle one here. So it will also get the attack of opportunity coming at you with another gore attack 13 on the dice that is a hit oh uh, yeah we're some details for piercing damage that is 29 points of piercing damage stabs into you uh maybe buckles a, a little piece of your armor in a, in a place trying to to get through to the the vesk meat underneath but uh you make an, an attack yes so at the end of the charge mm-hmm. ooh, ooh, yeah, i don't know weapon. these guys are they oh this will be the vorpal blade mm-hmm. but with soldiers onslaught i can attack twice at the end of this now if i want to mm. but i think i'm just gonna stick with i don't know how hard uh, edros hasn't fought nelikoth in a while these guys look crazy. that was book three back on Eox and it was a, a single one and yeah. I remember it was a pretty hard it was a pretty hard fight I thought it was pretty hard yeah yeah so uh, I think he's going to be conservative here in the beginning just a single attempt ooh ooh good that you did here oh no it, that was a nine on the dice that's not that bad nine. yeah only a nine uh, that, so that is a hit, hit. very good. much a hit <laughs> uh, some good damage here 46 points of All the slash right. First attack on this one. And yeah, you are laser focusing these two's attention on you, Adros and Alindra, much like a melee character probably should. Next in the turn order, it's Andis 147 with a nine in the initiative count. <laughs> Not ideal. Uh, let's see. So I'm going to move action, stow my disruption pistol, and swift action draw my needler and I'm going to try to hit the Elikoth that Alindra is attacking right now with a mm. counter agent mm. um, and I'm bio going hack to em. yeah I'm hack gonna their bios. 
I'm gonna try to reduce its uh, AC by two. See if we can't mm-hmm. uh, make that magic happen. All right, rolling against KAC here. Let's yeah. see what you got. All right. Uh, that's a 29 versus KAC. Oh yeah, that is a hit. All right, I've rolled some minimum damage, so not great on that. But that's going to be 13 points of damage and minus two to AC, both ACs. Ouch, ouch. I don't, I don't see this one living very long. It's getting the the brunt end of the Andes Alindra, the, the, the double A attacks. <laughs> you don't like to see that. Okay, any movement or did you track it? Uh, I used a movement to put my, to put oh, my right. gun away. Gotcha. So. You don't throw it on the ground callously like <laughs> someone who won't be named. Um, whoa, whoa. Next in the turn <laughs> order with an eight, Remy Quindar. <laughs> so Remy's probably just like blinking very quickly, just seeing his friends run toward these massive beats without a plan. Running through the darkness, your your eyes can pick out their figures amongst these towering 50-foot-tall uh, behemoths. I like to think of them as spider elephants. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so he is going to right about here. Oh, and between cast. the two that Alindra and Edros are fighting? Yeah. And they uh, cast Explosive Blast. A classic. Now that's a level three spell you're blasting off. All right, so reflex save for both of them. Oh, they got a great reflex. These are fast um, giant creatures. Double sevens. Lucky slevens. What is the the DC on these? Uh, 19, I believe. Okay, so these are passes uh, for both of them. Just passes. A seven on the dice. So half damage. What did you roll for damage? Uh, 43. So it would be 21. 21 pilots. Got it. Getting getting stressed out by (laughs) the amount of damage you're doing here. Okay, yeah. The Elikoths are lit up for just a moment as a massive explosion kind of rocks them. You can you can point it, you know, at, at one of their hides and it blasts the explosive wave catches the other one. And yeah, they are able to just kind of duck out of the way of a lot of that damage as soon as it happens. But gosh, yeah, even with just hitting two of them, you did about 40 points of damage this turn. Let's see if we can keep this up. Um, the bottom of the turn order, they start to move. They're all lumbering on these long, creepy legs, kind of like Salvador Dali um, <laughs> elephants that have come to life to attack you. You know, like my nightmares. I think you're about to say like, like you do. <laughs> yeah, like you do as well. Can we see these blown up a little bit? I want to see what these guys what they look so like. These do look a little different from the Elikoff that you fought in the wilds of Eox, these guys have on these pretty crazy high-tech collars, uh, very similar to the ones that were around the Cernox in the hangar bay. But again, kind of reminds got... me of uh, Cthulhu in his younger years. <laughs> <laughs> it's a little Cthulhu. <laughs> He's in his rebellious punk stage. Yeah. Hot Topic Cthulhu. Yeah. <laughs> Shut up, Mom. I'm going to listen to Linkin Park right now. Cthulhu. <laughs> Uh, let me see. So we've done a good amount of damage to this one, that one that Alindra is fighting. So it looks down at you, Alindra, and yeah, it attacks with its trunks, these long, I need to stop saying spindly, but about everything on this creature, it's indeed spindly. It has these tentacles coming out of its face, and it tries to smack you with one of them, and it's going to make a 
attack with one of them. I haven't had this in a while. We need a miss. We need a miss. KAC, an 18 on the dice. And is within reach. It is you got you all struck and take some damage. This is a little different from its gore attacks. D6 here. So that's 18 points of bludgeoning damage. And I need you to make a fortitude save. Okay. Got a jacket. 13. I think I ought to re-roll that. Have I used my re-roll? You used it last episode. Oh, no. Oh. Oh, no. no. (laughs) Bad times ahead. And and oddly, you rolled a 13 last time and used it and then just rolled a 14. So... (laughs) <laughs> Didn't really. Man, Drew, it's it's like you it's just, like listened, I just to the listened to the episode. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I don't understand the joke. Did you just listen to the episode? Yes. Yeah, yes, he did. He did just, he did just listen to the. <laughs> That's pretty funny. <laughs> All right. So not only are you struck with this, this is the Elikov's ability. I don't know if we we identified it last time. It's a supernatural ability called Soul Drain. And as it smacks into you with these tentacles, you start to feel the life leech out of you. You are staggered as per the condition right now. And while staggered, you can you can still see, you know, up above you, this creature menacing, threatening to take your life. But what you also see is the wound that you just inflicted on it begin to stitch up and heal itself a little bit. Oh, no. Mm-hmm. Oh, I remember these guys doing this, I think. Taking down a little bit of the massive Solarian blade slash you gave it last turn. Okay, that is what this one does. The I think this guy is going to do the same thing to Adros. Make that KAC attack. Mm-hmm. Uh, rolled a lot less on the die. <laughs> um, a, what is this? A, a five on the dice. Uh, that is going to be a miss against a Idros KAC. I'll take it. And the the third Elikoth is not within combat range, so it is just going to move up into the center of the room here, uh, basically on top of Knack. And <laughs> from here, it has it has range for a Knack, an Alindra, and an Edros. Uh, let's let's randomize this and have some fun. See who he wants do to I, attack. Do, do I get an attack of opportunity? No. <laughs> It, it just moved right up on top of you. It has not moved past a threatened square yet. Uh, it is. Ooh, no. It's going for. It's going for a knack. <laughs> Three on the tie. Knack. Knack whips his tail blade around wildly. <laughs> Getting ready to go. <laughs> uh, and it's just going to make a gore attack. An 18 on the dice. That's a hit. Ooh, rolling rocks tonight. <laughs> that is 29 points of piercing damage. And we are. Done with the Elikoths. On turn to you, Alindravalis. Back to you. Staggered. You can only take a move or a standard action. Yeah, question about that. So how long am I staggered? Um, make, uh, do you have a mysticism? I can tell you if you know more about this ability, the soul drain. Yeah, a little bit. Ooh, nice. What's your, what's your roll? 24. Right, so it, um, I think I made the the DC to figure out these things a little more, more difficult the first time you fought them because they are, you know, really strange and unusual. You really only see them on Eox, but now that you've fought them, I'm lowering the DC, which means um, you you know the, the basics of the Elikov. Maybe you researched them after the, the fight on, on Eox. The Soul Drain ability, it is only a single round of, okay. of staggered if you, if you fail that fortitude save. 
Uh, but okay. it can do it again, and you are not immune to it, so danger. Okay, cool. So while I'm staggered, I can only take one move or one standard. However, I can use swift actions as as per usual. So I'm going to mm-hmm. go ahead and activate my haste circuit. Nice. And hit it with my solar weapon. <laughs> go right ahead. That's a 20 to hit. Wait, get him? 22? Yes. 22 against KAC? Yes. Oh, that would be a miss if it wasn't for Andis <laughs> dropping oh. its AC by two. Yes. Oh. yes. You know, that was, she rolled a natural toot. She rolled a natural toot. And she I hate you guys so much. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I hate your stupid teamwork. <laughs> a two should be a fail. <laughs> awesome. All right, so that'll do 52 damage. One less than last time I see Oh, someone yes. slipping. I know, I know. It's that staggered effect. <laughs> you lose my my damage roll. Oh man, I gotta do I gotta do so much math. Hold on. <laughs> yes, this one not looking so good. The last turn you uh, nicked off one of its its tentacles, one of its tendrils hanging out of its mouth. This time, I think you take off an entire leg, and you can see it is very much hurt from from those attacks and, and just the, the injection that got him like maybe right in the eyeball from Andis last turn. Uh, it, it looks near dead. Nackfeldspar, we're on to you. Okay, so this is going to be an interesting uh, turn. Is on the the right of the, the map here, are these little benches that might provide any cover if I were to dive behind one? Yeah. Okay. Um, I'm going to go for it. I'm going to mm. Go straight right, and I'm going to dive behind this first bench. Okay, so that's going to provoke some attacks of opportunity. Yes, but I do have mobility, so there will be a little bit of a of a bonus. Oh, you think that's going to save you, huh? From looks mm, like I, I did not say that. I just said there was going to be a little bit of a, of a bonus. <laughs> Two potential attacks of opportunity from the Elikoth, uh still fighting Alindra, and this one that stood right on top of you and tried to smush you into paste. Let's do. Let's see the one Lentra is fighting first. Oh, Natural no. twenty on the dice. Okay. Oh, oh. So well, good. that can hit. That that has that much range on that thing. Oh, it's a twenty foot range. These guys are fifty okay. foot tall. Well, all right. <laughs> it's bad news, right? Yes. Oh boy. Starting, starting off round two for these guys. Going pretty well. So. 4d10. Roll that first. <laughs> oh, man. Oh. Yikes. Oh, wow. Not bad. Not bad. That's a, that's oh. a nice nice average here. Oh, that is... Ooh, I'm tying for the most damage this combat so far with a crit. That is 53 points of piercing damage. All right. Hang, hang on. Hang on. I got to do some math here. Ooh. And he still has another Elikoth to attack. Mm-hmm. It's getting ugly. Are you down into the HP yet? Uh, I don't know what the answer is. You just gotta laugh for a moment there. Um, let's let's uh, let's continue the attacks of the Elikoth, and we'll we'll find out together. Second attack. Ooh, this is only a six on the dice. It's gonna try and make that gore attack as well. Now, what is your KAC with? Mobility. My KAC with mobility is 32. That is a miss. Ooh, right. Needed that. Rock, yes. <laughs> and that was only your move, so 
what you got for your standard. <laughs> uh, so I am going to uh, level my my uh, semi-auto pistol at the one that uh, Alindra is menacing. I'm going to, of course, shout, get him, and I'm going to spend that uh, RP to have it hit all of them. And let me make sure I'm still in range, because I think when I did the math, I was. Yes, I should still be able to hit all three of these guys mm-hmm. with that. Gotcha. So, big get him. Big get him. Here we go. 25 to hit. That is it. 24 points of damage. Against KAC, 24. Because you used big get him, Drew? Is yes, that what you're, you're telling me here? 22 on the dice, 24 with big get him. Had 23 hit points left. Yes! <laughs> Knocking this guy out the fight that just gritted him. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> Take that, you filthy animal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, this one's out. One out of commission, basically. Oh, oh, Naxus Rack putting a single piercing round the semi-auto pistol through its brain pan. Uh, we still got this one. Oh, wow, there's two, basically, that are now surrounding Adrosferonis. Tyler, it is your turn. Do not forget, I am unflinkable. <laughs> I, I won't, because <laughs> these guys don't know that. I know. I just like to remind. Um, I don't have Ginnem on either of these guys, nor do I have Andis. Yes, AC you do. Lowering. You have Ginnem on both of them. Yeah. Oh, right. yeah. Yes, big Ginnem. Big Ginnem. I if, got so excited you that you not, killed that one. I totally forgot. <laughs> if you had not used Big Ginnem, that one would still be up. <laughs> yeah. Uh. Well, awesome. With that, I feel like I can let loose with a dross. Let's attack three times. Oh my. Three. Oh my lanta says <laughs> the peanut gallery. <laughs> Oh, my, my, my. Uh, uh, three Vorpal Blades, because uh, normally that would be at a minus six for each roll. Thanks to Drew's bonus, they're basically it's just a minus four, which is what a typical <laughs> attack would be. So, first attack. Some of these are going to miss for show, but okay, that's going to be a 22 to hit. That's a miss. Against KAC, it is. Second attack. That's going to be a miss. Third attack. <laughs> no attack. <time. laughs> <laughs> oh, hey. Oh, uh, yeah, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> what's what's this one? This is a little bit better. Yeah, that's that's a 25. Oh, boy. Just a hit. <laughs> yeah, it paid off in the end. <laughs> no, <it didn't>. uh, <laughs> <laughs> Listen, um, as long as one hits, it's technically yeah. good. How, how much damage uh, are we talking here with Big Ginnem on 40, the line? Uh, 42 points of damage. Nice, 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 nice. Uh, so yeah, this one now that you've whacked a couple of times is not doing very well. Looks like it is about ready to topple over, crush you under its its weight from a few stories up above. Ah, run away! And it's 147, we're on to you. Uh, let's see, yeah. Um, <clears throat> this one has moved in close to you. You still feel, you know, maybe the, the radiation aura ticking through and bouncing off your armor. So does do the uh, the affected squares from Reach work like they do in Pathfinder? Um, like is, it, like is it the same like shape of? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, so then I am just barely out of mm. range of this helicopter <laughs> right here. <laughs> yeah. uh, super barely. Yeah, um, this one has already used its uh, attack of opportunity to fail. Oh, right, 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 right. That's true. And I'm a little far away from the other one. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, Adros is on top of. Yeah, I'm going to track both of them as a move action 
Swift action, pull out my disruption pistol. I'm just dropping my needler on the ground. I'm not gonna. <laughs> I'm not gonna take care of that one too much. Yeah. Uh, and then this round, I'm gonna use deadly aim and uh, overcharge. Ooh. And I'm just gonna. I'm gonna go for broke on this one standing sort of in the center. Where Where are you aiming at on this guy? Um, I'm. I'm looking at. Let's see. Let me look at the anatomy of this thing one more time. <laughs> Uh, Anatomy of an elephant. Right, exactly. I'm looking at one of these, uh, at one of these like knees, one of these like knobbly little oh, knee yeah. things. I'm Not gonna try to like strongest point. <laughs> right, I'll tell you that much. <laughs> um, yeah. So I'm just gonna try to knock knock a leg out. Let's see. Oh no. Nope, that's a natural none. No, so. no. A, a zero? You rolled a zero on the dice? <laughs> somehow, somehow, like, I, I had a special die made, and I rolled a zero on it. <laughs> special roll 20, digital it's my, die. It's my D21. <laughs> and as you fool, everyone knows an Elikoff needs are the strongest needs in the galaxy. <laughs> <laughs> oh... Okay, go into CosmicCrit.com where we've got a digital dice roller, critical fail effect. Very excited about the Paizo product coming out in 2019 for this, but these are all fan submitted. Thank you, fans. This one, oh no, it's arranged one called Magic Bullet, submitted by JJJ. Oh no. Oh no. Oh, you're shot as if under mischievous divine intervention bounces off your target. Those strong Elikoff knees. It has a 25% chance to hit each creature in combat. Each creature. <laughs> Jibbert, I want to remind you that you've had this one before. Yeah, yeah I have. I have, yeah. Remember what, ha- remember what happened that time? Oh, man. Each creature rolls 1d4, and you will make an attack against any that roll a 1. So you have to make an attack any? against these. Any that roll a 1. So let's go oh. ahead. Let's go through this. <laughs> it doesn't doesn't hit Andis. Oh, oh, no. Alindra rolled a 1. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Naka 2. Let's get the Adros. And finally, a Raimi for oh, <laughs> Team Drift Rider. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. no. Raimi's the one. All right. Yeah, so I love this fail. A D4 for the one that a Dross is on. Nope. And a D4 for the one that you tried to shoot. It can't, I guess, bounce off that one. But I need to make two attacks and this. All right. First, Alindra, and then second, Raimi, right next to you. Good thing I wasn't tracking either one of them. No tracking, <laughs> no get them, uh, nothing. These are going to be straight roll against AC. I was honestly thinking about tracking Alindra so I could try to, like, boost her AC. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, real glad I didn't. <laughs> uh, don't worry about the damage because you take the minimum damage. So, okay. Cool. Like, all the D6s or Ds would be one. Uh, yes, that's a 20 versus Alindra. And Alindra, that is a mess, right, Rebecca? Yes, that's a mess. All right. Yay! All right. <laughs> you and your five on the dice. Let's go for Raimi. Uh, 25. <gasps> Against Casey or EAC? EAC, Miles. That's a miss. All right. What's, ooh, what's your EAC? 28. 
Jeez, what? Oh my gosh, that's disgusting. <laughs> Alrighty, well, the, the, that fail has fizzled, but it's still a very exciting one. Like, you could have hit this other Elokoth, you could have taken out a Knack or an Alindra. We never will know. Maybe just yelps in surprise, like, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I imagine it, like... <laughs> It just like, slid. I clearly shot that way. <laughs> like, I didn't, like, point it at you, Raby. Yeah. Like, no, it bounces off. It's it's this sonic damage. It seems to have maybe a, a magical aura of some kind, and it just boom, splits in half, and one half goes to Alentra and the other to, to Raimi. But that is fine. No one's down, and Raimi, we're on to you, Miles. All right, so Raimi is going to... Uh, take aim at this guy uh, that Adros is attacking. Okay. Um, so he's probably going to move just a little bit to the west, kind of uh, where Knack is with these, what are they, benches? or? Yeah, yeah, there's some benches on the, um, the far uh, starboard side, side of, of this room. Uh, so he's going to move down uh, near those uh, benches so that he can get a better shot at the Elokoth that Adros uh, is fighting. Okay. And he is going to use his good old artillery. Yeah, laser. Right, right, right. Is that 28 to hit? That's a hit. Uh, for 21 damage. 23 because of... Oh, big yeah, big get him. Mm-hmm. Can we cu- stop calling it big get him? I feel like a four-year-old. <laughs> <laughs> big get him. It's big get him. Get him, bigs. Empowered get him. <laughs> there you go. Empowered get him. Advanced get him. Get, get all squared. of them. Yeah, get all of them. I like that, too. <laughs> get all! Get them all! Uh, all right. So that is a hit. It is still up. It's looking very weak. And it is the Elkoth's turn. It draws right underneath this one. You can see it is hurting a great deal. And if you want, you can make an attack of opportunity. It kind of just limps away on its turn. Oh, I almost feel bad for it. Oh, I'm going to kill it. <laughs> okay, make an attack roll. Uh, well, maybe not. <laughs> it's got get em on it, so 25. That is a hit. Yes. Woo! Really low damage. 29. Yeah. 30. 31. Yeah, no, that's yeah, enough. 31. Both of them are enough uh, to take this guy out at its knees, and it kind of just topples over kind of a few legs. I haven't gotten the signal yet from its brain that it's dead because it's still like moving, you know, kind of like a, a spider in its death rows. It's legs crinkling up underneath it. Two down, one to go. Whew. This one, though, is hmm, the one that we have left. Not going to move, it is going to make a couple of attacks. It's going to throw one against Edros and one against Alendra. Um, these are its gore attacks. So let's do first against Edros. Adros. Um, six on the dice again. I can't hit Adros to, <laughs> to save my life. <laughs> that is a miss. And against Alindra, he's the attack. Natural one. Yes. That's not going to do it for this guy. <laughs> he's yeah. not, doing, not doing well. Uh, those are both misses. That is that is the entire Elokov turn. That How far they have fallen uh, from their 50-foot high up perch. Let's go into turn three, Alindra Vallis. I forgot what happens turn three. Oh, yeah, no. this, it's been a while since I played. Oh, no. um, yeah, so turn three, I'm going to move right up next to this guy. Um, he got in a rea- reaction against Knack. Do, is that still in effect? Like, Or has that it- reset? It is reset because he has gone. And okay. We're in a new turn. So if you're moving, it will provoke. Uh, Yeah, I think I have to. 
don't I? Well, well if, uh, you're gonna, if you're going to supernova, you can... I guess I don't have to, because I was 15 feet away, right? Is this where you were, the square? Yeah. No, you are not 20 feet. Within 15 yeah, so you're going to have to move anyway. All right, so I'll move right up next to it and make it some shot. All right, it's going gonna, it's gonna to try its best. Do you have mobility? No. All right, let's go. I'm, I'm doing well in these attacks of opportunity, and finally I've rolled a little bit better. 11 on the dice, and that is going to be a hit against KAC. Roll some D10s. Uh, 27 points of piercing damage from this Elkoth. It okay, is it is full health, and it is raring to go. It's seeing you murder its stable mates. It wants revenge. It, it needs revenge. All right. Well, before it gets revenge, I have a supernova to roll against it. Oh, no. <laughs> so 42, unless it makes a re- reflex save. The answer to life, the universe. You know what? It's actually 43. Sorry. Yeah, it's actually 45. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's actually it 45. Or no, empowered get him. That is that is a one on a tree flake save, so I don't care what your DC is. It has failed, taking all of that damage. So that's 45 damage. Ouch. Yeah, so uh, once again, after the explosive blast in, in round one, this lights up the entire room, and you can see bits of its scaly irradiated flesh just burn away in a solar flare that kind of uh, illuminates it in a column, about a 15-foot square column. A lot of damage. It is still up, and it is next turn. All right. Uh, we're going to stay... Next going to stay where he is. Get him! Regular get him this time. Uh, semi-auto pistol. Let's rock. So that is a 23 to hit. Against KAC... It's a miss. Oh, oh no. So close, but need need to roll better than five on that dice. A move action. Uh, I'm going to stick right here. All right. Behind the benches. Edros Veronis, we're on team. All right. Edros is going to spend a move action to line up his charge. He will be flanking <laughs> with Alindra when he completes this charge. So he will have flanking. He will have get him. And he will charge and use Soldier's Onslaught to make two attacks at the end of the charge. Alrighty. Charge is standard? For this guy. Blitz soldier it is. Dunk. Yeah, no. (laughs) These two are the the charge flanking buddies to end all (laughs) melee combats, apparently. Let's see some attack rolls, Tyler. The dice do them talkings. Alright, so here come the two attacks. Thanks to Mm. the bonuses from flanking and from Nax Getem. These -hmm. are basically straight rolls. So Yep. Well, rolls plus your your bonuses. Your base attack bonus and everything. 28 to hit. That is a hit. Nice. 42 points of damage. Okay. It's still up. Second attack. Come on. I want to see a big number. <laughs> oh, that barely hits, I think. 25? It is a hit. Oh, that's how you do it. That's how you do it. 35 points of damage. All right. Yeah, it's it's still up after that. Ah! It is. Ooh, it's hurting badly. Very, very badly. And it's one for seven. Back to you. All right. I am going to take two shots at this thing, and I'm doing uh, doing a, a deadly aim again. So these will be at a minus four overall. Alrighty. Two shots coming up. You all think you can drop these things like it ain't nobody's business? Uh, 30 against... Oh, wait. Uh, 26 against the AC. Uh, that is a hit. All right, and then that's going to be 31 points of damage. Still up. Let's get that second attack roll going. Let's see. Awesome. 
<laughs> All right. And a 30 versus the AC. Ouch, a lot more damage too, right? Uh, well, no, just oh. one more damage. <laughs> well, a lot more than you need, I should say, because it had three hit points left. That one's dead. We're out of combat. Yes. Nice. <laughs> oh, yes. boy. They, they started off so strong. <laughs> Just started slaughtering them. <laughs> oh no! Oh That's boy! What we do. Alendra would like to find a corner in which to take a ten-minute rest. <laughs> uh, we can rest in this controller room, I guess. Yeah. Well, okay. <laughs> you did just get to the, the the command deck after a a fight with this other security train, and at this fight here, you, you want to rest here in the um, the grav station. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Mac is also going to use a uh, Mark II healing serum. Mm. Took some HP damage then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And by the way, since I have regenerative blood, when I take my 10 minute rest, I also gain 10 HP back. Oh. Just automatically. Nice. Yes. Oh, nice. <laughs> Semi automatically. I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, Mark II's are 3D8, right? <laughs> that is correct, Drew. Roll those up. Let's see, let's see what happens. Ah, 12. Great. <laughs> yeah. It is, you know, you guys just plop down maybe on these these benches uh, as the all you can hear is one another breathing heavily in open calms as you see to your wounds. But it's only about 100 seconds later, maybe a minute or so, all the displays in this room, uh, on the trains, in the small station light up and a massive holographic projector alights and you see once again a image of a skull emerge from the inky blackness projected here it is a vesk skull that of the captain of the ship gourd nashal and the comm units that you took off of officer malakar and her second in command both light up as well and you can see the, the skull's uh, <laughs> jaw moving, it seems like, trying to contact you. Trying to contact us or trying to contact whoever has the, the communicator? Maybe a little column A, a little column B. <laughs> um, um, should, uh, uh, should, we, should we even answer that? I think we should just let that go to voicemail, right? Well, if I activate my hollow skin, is that enough to trick a communicator? I don't think so. So you have put yourself into Project Tombstone and Wraith 2.0, uh, which means you cannot be seen by the computer system, like the cameras here. So if there are cameras in this room uh, projecting what uh, they see, uh, you would not show up. Okay, so they don't see. So this thing doesn't. It's not like FaceTime or Skype where it would have a camera on it. It's it's utilizing cameras elsewhere. Uh, well, they would be tied in to. The, the system. All the communications on this ship are routed through the main computer, the, the Empire of Bones. So the virus Officer Malakar implanted affects basically every camera system, um, including if you were to try to send images of yourself through your own personal comm units. I say we answer. Can I set my vocal modulator to sound as much like uh, Malakar as I can uh, based on what we, our interactions with her? <sighs> Um, you can try, yeah. Is there a check I need to roll for that, or is that just something that... Uh... That would be a part of a, uh, a bluff, <laughs> basically, uh, if you wanted to try and make that, but you're picking up the comms? Let's pick up the comms. Everybody okay with that? Before I do this, before I press the green accept button? I assume it's green. This is Eox. It could be <laughs> black. Blood purple. The, the, the black light. <laughs> 
everything is black lights here. <laughs> you can see <laughs> they're very clean. <laughs> I thought that mustard stain came out. Um, yeah, go for it. After a long pause, if you open up the, the communication line, um, after that, the captain says, This is Gord Nasha, captain of the Empire of Bones. The man responsible for the crew you have killed up until this point, with whom I have the pleasure of conversing. What be your names? Those brave enough to take on the corpse fleet on their own. Imitating Malakar, mm-hmm. I say, Ah, oh, you should have known. It was me, your number two, the whole time. This is a mutiny. You should have seen it coming a mile away, but you didn't, you fool. <laughs> All right. Make a impossible <laughs> bluff check right now. <laughs> <laughs> I love you, Drew. Three on the dice. Well, I'm going to tell uh, you, this is not going to work at all. I don't get a bonus for my uh, vocal modulator. Oh, not a single bit. Because <laughs> he, he pulls up, uh, you know, a, a data pad in front of him showing the, the corpse of Officer Malakar and says, Very funny. I like to kill those with humor. I am impressed with your capabilities. Is this magic you're using? Or is this some kind of high-tech alien devices that is allowing you to evade our cameras to stay invisible for so long? Oh, I thought he was talking about the vocal modulator. I was like, oh, it's the, the, the spookiest of magic. <laughs> because I haven't turned it off yet. Wouldn't you like to know? Why don't you come down here and find us, and I'll show you. I'm looking at my beloved pet Elikoths right now. <laughs> you all killed them. I, I can see that plainly. That wasn't us. Those... That was your guys. So they did it by accident. <laughs> <laughs> Those whom I, I raised, sacrificing my very soul. Beasts whom this former Vesk loved with what remained of my heart. If you hadn't murdered them, I might well have let you live. But now I'm sad to say that you will be personally overseen by this captain as you are dismembered slowly to ensure that you're comfortably and magically healed after each and every limb is ripped from your bodies. What do you say to that? You're a terrible liar. You'll never find us and you'll never beat us. We'll see if my response teams are indeed able to find you. They're crawling this entire ship. You will not have a moment's rest, not until I find you. <laughs> what is it you plan to do here? <laughs> you plan to take on the entire ship? I admire your ambition, your drive, but the fact is you're outnumbered a thousand to one. <laughs> what game are you playing at? Starfinder! <laughs> it's easy when the captain's so so dense he doesn't even tie his boots <laughs> starfinders that's right you all are the ones yes sabotage it's the useless if you took weeks to try and destroy our engines by the time you were finished our patch systems would have them repaired Ah. <laughs> uh... What do you think you can accomplish against one of the greatest battleships in the entire universe? It doesn't look so great. It's mostly bones. Who makes a ship out of bones? That's ridiculous. Well, what would you do, sir, if your shields went offline all at once 
We would have them back up in a moment, but that doesn't matter. We're well, let's already... find out. We're let's winning find this. Out, shall we? We're winning this combat. The system will be ours in a matter of hours. <laughs> you have nothing you can do to stop us. Uh, and as, as soon as you jump in on the line, uh, why don't you why don't you make me a computer's check? One that cannot be aided. That is a forty-five on computers. Oh, sadly, this was a DC 87, so <laughs> okay. I'm just kidding. 45 is way more than enough, <laughs> one and a half times. <laughs> you are able to detect as soon as you log in your device, you know, with which you used to communicate with uh, Captain Nashal, uh, you're you're being pinged, being pinged massively, and you think that they are indeed trying to trace the call through point triangulation, get a read on where you all are. But with that check also... Uh, seating you understand that you're probably able to use this to your advantage you think that if you succeed in making another computer's check you could potentially send false data packets through this comm unit make it look like you're on a whole another section of the ship kind of throw them off the tail is that something you'd be interested in uh yes i would uh, let's see. I'm going to quickly pull out an injection, stab it into my leg, and uh, give myself a little plus two on this check. Ooh. Oh, this is happening well. <laughs> uh, Gurdnishal is, like, yelling at Nick. Yeah, right, yeah. It's just, <laughs> it, it's, it's, it's just like a, it's just a quick draw. Just, like, I'm going to pop it out and, you know, just sort of... Sort of in in the background, just like, oh, sorry, hang on, hang on. Di- diabetes check. Uh, okay, let's see what that is. That's gonna be a 36. Pretty good, pretty good on a computer's check. This, though, is an opposed check. Ooh. Yeah. Hmm. You know, I don't often do the secret rolls on the podcast, but I think I don't want you guys to know what this D20 is. Oh, no. Yeah. GM D20. <laughs> Quick, somebody turn on the security Secret. cameras in his house. Hack them. Uh, can you guys see that dice roll? No. 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 What <sighs> dice roll? Roll. <laughs> yeah. Can't, yeah. can't tell if you're being facetious or not. <laughs> I've rolled a D20 in secret, and I know the result. Uh, and yeah, you, uh, Andis, you feel pretty confident. You seem to have thrown them off your scent and maybe pinged a deck down below. Maybe one of the, the the weapon decks that are, are above this one um, that are. Yeah, I, I would. Yeah, I, w- I would try to send them to the to the shield uh, to mm-hmm. wherever sort of the the center of oh, operation yeah. with the shield. Where, where you said right? Yeah, that's that's what that was my that was my gambit there. As I was going to try to convince him, we were going to try to bring down his shields. So maybe he should send a search party there at the same time. Andis, it seems like uh, maybe Captain. Ch- Nashal is wrapping up his speech as well um, and is like I know that there is a Vesk amongst you I know you Starfinders I heard this Vesk has Varanus blood in him if there is a Varanus I'm very eager to meet you in combat my friend it's been decades since I've cannibalized my own people's scaly hide <laughs> Well, I'm particular to bone marrow myself. The yeah, the the columns just cut out like almost <laughs> mid sentence there. Oh no! I hate when people <laughs> do that. I have to think really hard for those one liners, and then they cut me off. <laughs> Burn. Uh, so, quick question: They might be able to scan us. Do we want to throw these communicators on that tram 
and just wireless hack it to send it off into nowhere to so, to give him another place to look? Or is that overkill? Uh, I think we could just leave it on the ground here, and <laughs> if they you know, if if they if they know where we are, then well, they'll find us. Hmm. Now, do you, do you want to continue to take your ten minute rest break here, or move on? Only only a couple minutes in, so uh, it's probably a good idea to move on, just because. We know that he's sending groups. She's sending teams here because we killed his precious Elikoths. Well, it, I mean, it's basically if you believe in Andis's ability to uh, to ping back and uh, throw them off your your scent. What did I roll on my d twenty? We'll talk about it once the season's over. If we if we move, we wouldn't be able to you know spend an RP and stuff, right? Well, we'd have we, the the thing we would try to do is we'd try to go to a safer location, mm-hmm. right? Do we so even know what that would be though? Like where where would we go? Right. So Nack is is bleeding out on the floor. Let's just break here and come what may. Cool. Yeah. <clears throat> I mean, Adros yeah. would believe in Andis's ability to to fool any undead peeps. So okay. Um, well, I appreciate the vote of confidence. I'm going to take up defensive positions behind a wall. I'm going to take up defensive positions behind Andis. It's the safest place to be. <laughs> <laughs> and 10 minute break. So it's only a few minutes after that call that you see a light on the other side of the train that uh, <laughs> the security train and the single tram that you all brought into this station coming through one of these tunnels. It looks like another train pulling into this station. Okay, gonna undo Nobody, my 10 minute break uh, changes. Everybody just stay below the walls. They still don't know if we're actually in here. We can, if they come in here, we can ambush them. Right, where is the, so where are the exits of this room? To the north, aka the four of the ship. So it's these three large red doors up at the top. Right here. Yeah, so they are uh, coming into the station about uh, 50 feet to the aft of this room and you're about uh, uh, 60, 70 feet away from the nearest door. They're coming in right here? Um, yes, yeah, the the far track. Okay. Didn't Patrick say that there were controls to one of those giant arms in this room? They that are. The other room, yeah. Nope, there's one in this room. It's, uh, it's oh, right yeah, there it here is. in the yeah, bottom there. left-hand corner. Um, once again, that, though, it's, it's up to you what you guys want to do, but I'm giving you that information right now. Are you hunkering down? Uh, is that a uh, so the controls are also right on the arm? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Um, and is this also is this a uh, right up here in this corner? Is this a watchtower? Like in the there, other? I think there might be. You can't really see it from from where you're you're at though. It's in it's in full darkness. And that's about uh, well, the, right. If, if there is one, it was... then it was about fifty feet up. So okay. So that was what that was. Okay. Ramy, how far is your teleport? Thirty feet. Only thirty. Mm-hmm. I'm wondering if we should th- if if we should try to sneak out again and then leave somebody here to man the arm to try to block them or, or attack them. But that's kind of a maybe a death sentence if yeah. Uh, I'd, or or just run or just make a break for it. Ah. Yeah, I, I think I think that's your best option is to is to try to get out of here before they. Uh... Yeah, it's it's full darkness and. So unless they have some sort of crazy night vision, yeah, let's let's go. I doubt we have the invisibility this time, but yeah. <laughs> I can promise you that we do not. Yeah. I I do not like the idea of running away, but if you guys think it is best, I I trust you. Well, don't think of it more of as as a 
running away as running towards our next fight. <laughs> yeah, no, they're even as mean, running towards a warm bed. This logic you, tracks uh, flawlessly. I if you, if you're running that. from here, you're getting closer to the command deck. Uh, proper. Yeah, well, they, what a, what other choice do you have? All right, so I'm just double-checking. If you are interrupted in the middle of a 10-minute break, something I think we've only done once or twice before here on the podcast, no stamina points back, not a percentage, not nothing, but you don't lose a resolve point that you would have taken, taken that rest. So you can just keep keep moving and uh, hopefully find in some place else to rest up. Uh, as soon as you get to the door, yeah, this train pulls into the station and you see a number of undead commandos like small led lights maybe on their their weapons just very small pinpricks in the the darkness as they begin to move out throughout the room and you guys yeah hit this door and head on out Raimi leaves a do not disturb sign door (laughs) yeah out of order (laughs) why do we never think to leave a trap like a grenade or a bomb or oh we we do patrick Patrick always (laughs) preempts You guys just said you were running. You didn't say nothing about Kevin uh, McAllister home alone in the, the, the entire room. So Yeah, a, a grenade would not kill any of them or, you know, it's, it's just. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think you're I think you're overestimating the power of grenades. Well, I just yeah. anything to slow them down to let us get to our next step is what I'm saying. Like they wouldn't really <clears> slow them. Mm-hmm. Well, they would I mean, just walk over their fallen compatriot and run yeah. faster. You have your entire life to think of these things, but you gotta bring it up in the moment. You guys are running out from this room. Uh, I'm guessing you still want to try and find a place, take a, a break. Is that right? Yes. Yes. Yeah. All right. So you clamber out into another very empty, open to the vacuum, dark hallway. Looks like the inside of a, a rib cage, a HR uh, Geiger inspired nightmare that is the the internals of this ship. Go ahead and make me a survival check. See if you can find some place to rest. Okay. Yeah. Oh yeah, we got some. We got some good rolls here, and including Tyler, he rolled a skill check. He got the highest on it. Yeah. My only good. My only good one is survival. Let's, let's thank you. Let's get a sirenscape applause sound. <laughs> I don't know if I have uh, a. Applause. Wait, where's oh, the I, I've got... where's the huzzah? <laughs> <laughs> Way to go, Tyler. Uh, yes, you, you're able to find a a small, out-of-the-way corridor. It doesn't even seem like the door is, is operational. It's behind a few boxes, a few crates, but you're able to dip into what seems to be just like a, a, a storage closet, and in there, just a pile of undead bodies. What looks like cybernetic zombies at some point. Maybe they they broke their material components, stopped working. They've just kind of been shunted onto the floor here into a nice little uh, corpse pile. A perfect place to relax and catch your breath. <laughs> you know, the For body her. room. Yeah, currently. everyone in, in, into this into this closet. The smell of these corpses will hide our scent and keep us safe. <laughs> So, it's open to space, Adras. There's no smell at all in here. Who who's burning? Shut up, Nack. I'm thinking tactically. <laughs> Quit raining on my parade. I already lost my one-liner to the captain. <laughs> uh, who who's burning that resolve here? Uh, Nack is burning I am. resolve. And us too. Adras will as well. Everyone except Ramy. Uh, I, I mean, I'm not burning one. Gotcha. Ramy ain't taking no damage. He's fine. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So getting your resolve. 
uh, burnt and stamina back up. Just a, and a as I mentioned minute. before, I also get 10 HP. You do get that now, yes. Yeah. Is anybody really okay? hurting on uh, on HP right now? I'm at 62 of 74, so I'm not super hurting, but I don't. Okay, know, no, I don't, yeah, uh, yeah. I'll, I can get, I can give you a treat deadly wounds. I, I but if, is that daily? If that's daily, I'd I'd rather wait. Well, what's the max you can heal back him back up? Um, seven plus your level, right? Yeah, level. So that would be um. Uh, 19 what do you think drew i want it to be worth it but i still have healing serums so let's 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 move forward and we'll we'll cross that bridge when we come to it the final words of knack felt all right your call we we are in the end stages of this campaign everyone so if you have a uh, a super ether or a a mega potion you've been holding on to the the entire um uh, RPG, you should burn those now because <laughs> you don't want to. We don't want to end the season. You'd be like, oh man, I should have used all this. You know cool what? Yeah, let's let's uh, let's let's treat deadly wounds. Proc it. I, I want to oh. get proc. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I, was, I was talking about any any potions or lotions you have, but this is fine too. Okay, yeah. yeah. So you get back. You're back to max. Yay. Nice. That'll that'll makes me feel better. I've been using the W item trick to make mega elixirs, so we'll be fine. <laughs> Uh, right, so are you all ready to move on from here? Yeah. I'm ready. Where to? Up, I assume. <laughs> yeah, you're pretty sure that you have to... It's almost like the exterior of the ship that you're you're getting to now. The, the top kind of like faux castle that is all exposed to the the outside you get some starlight filtering in so it goes from from dark to dim light here and if you move down these main concourses they do get smaller to where vehicles won't be able to move through them only only personnel but as far as the the map that you've downloaded from the the main computer system you're heading to the bridge heading to the the command center for the the empire of bones it doesn't seem extremely heavily guarded you do see some robotic patrols uh, every once in a while they pay you no mind and it's only yeah maybe 20 minutes hike later that you come across this what looks like a, a massive segment of the ship draped in in this bone architecture and you see a, a huge set of, of double doors in front of you up this this wide set of of stairs I'd like to take this opportunity as we're walking up here to reload my weapon and do that. Well, yeah, I imagine everyone <laughs> takes the time to see to their weapons uh, when you take that 10 minute also, rest sorry, break. Just didn't even didn't know if I needed to announce that. <laughs> <laughs> check check uh, everything I, while you have time. Yeah. Adros is also going to turn on his mag boots. Just walk around with his mag boots on just in case. So yeah, the command deck is deathly silent. The only thing that you see here is this red rotating security lights that's spin on the ceilings 20 feet above your head as you walk through the vacuum exposed hallways. It's it's not too long, though, before you come across this massive set of stairs that lead up to a huge deck of the ship. Mark on your map as deck three, cyber control and bridge crew, a.k.a. Command Central for the Empire of Bones, and it has a huge set of jet black steel double doors at its start. And as you're walking up these stairs, you notice something. The first time, you know, you've traveled on this deck, you, you've felt that the ship has become just eerily calm 
and just about every one of you realizes what that means, having stepped aboard this ship, been on here for over a day. It has thrummed with movement and energy dispersed amongst its bulkheads and floors from the quaking capital guns and the, the ship's shield's redistribution of energy. But it sounds like maybe whatever was happening before the battle outside has quieted now. It's it's uh, The ship seems to be running very still. That what cannot be good news. Well, either they won the fight or they ran away. But I don't think these are the type of guys to run away. I feel like we're being set up. They wouldn't have come all the way across the galaxy just to leave like that. This is just quiet. A little too quiet. Oh, boy. And just, just <laughs> do they make silencers <laughs> for capital guns? Uh, let me do a check. Uh, no, they do not, sir. <laughs> well, well, they do make silencers in the sense that we're in the vacuum of space and nothing makes a sound. But I get what you mean. Right. Do they make anti-floor vibration things? <laughs> for, for maximum comfort? <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah, it, it seems like it seems like we uh, whatever defenses the uh, stellar degenerator was putting up, they may not be functional any longer. We need to get to the bridge and get control of the ship even quicker. The doors here at the top of the stairs as you guys head up are indeed locked. How do you want to? How do you want to get them open? Um, um, I knock. Just. <laughs> it's more like. Ka-chong, ka-chong, ka-chong. <laughs> <coughs> Nothing. Hello. <laughs> There's no answer. Uh, well, I'm gonna try to engineer these guys open. Anybody want to assist on this one? Sure. Sure. Don't worry, Anders. If you can't open it, I will force it open with my muscles. And I'll assist. <laughs> Beefy muscles. Yes. We've proven time again that we are very capable of forcing open doors. <laughs> All right. So I've got. Oh man, should have uh, should have aided Ramy on this one. Uh, I've got a thirty-nine altogether. Uh, engineering check. So you guys are going through trying to maybe disable the the servos to pop this guy. Uh, that is uh, enough. And after a moment, the doors open up. And you are bathed in a little bit of of light here, uh, dim light from a, a, a huge room, maybe 100 feet across here. Uh, yeah, a little over 80 foot wide, 60 foot long. The other side of this room, you see another imposing black set of reinforced steel double doors. On the left and right sides of the room are metal grated platforms about 10 feet up. These small ladders um, with doors up there as well, but... Yeah, across the room, there are some computer banks, but what catches your eye here is in the middle of the room, uh, stand on the the ground four large transparent aluminum display cases showing off what look like magical artifacts, weapons, museum pieces, things like that. Everyone be careful of traps. Transparent. It's all too easy. Transparent aluminum is super strong. It's strong enough to hold a bunch of gallons of water to transport some blue whales back in time. So we have to be careful. <laughs> oh, jeez, Louise. <laughs> yeah, can I make a perception check to uh, to uh, look inside for traps? Uh, please do. Yeah, seems like an antechamber would be a great place to lock the doors behind somebody and uh, like flood the room with like gas or something. Can, do you want to s- step into in that, the room to can I take assist a peek? In that check? Oh, sorry. Uh, perception? No, you cannot assist perception check. All right. Yeah, so you're just standing here right at the door. I'm like poking my head in the door, yeah. Yeah, so with a 38, uh, you see a figure emerge from the side, seem to be standing right behind the door. I need everyone to make initiative checks. Oh, no. <gasps> bum, bum, bum. What a Who surprise. would have guessed? Bum, bum, Who would have guessed? Bum, bum. 
Combat. So glad that I stepped next to Andis to look at perception checks. <laughs> the the deck is just completely devoid of any personnel. You just get up there and you're like, oh wow, this was really easy. <laughs> <laughs> no. The end. It's guarded. Guarded by lots of people. <laughs> We're gonna fight them all. Oh, no. I swear We're I roll so low on initiative every single time. The corpse fleet <laughs> couldn't hold me back. It's this undead figure that that is stepping forward here. Pretty pretty gross looking. Um, uh, They almost look like mummified. These undead are so old. Their flesh leathery casing around their bulging skulls and rib cages. They wear torn and tattered Samu style robes and uh, as soon as this one steps forward, two more step out from behind these glass cases. So this is uh, what these guys look like. A little bit of this action. Ugh. Oh, they're fine. Mom? And then this one in the back here is all contorted and like a, a weird kind of angle. He's just dancing. He's fine. Let me make an initiative roll as well myself. Roll poorly. You know how how spry mummies are. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, unless they're like dancing mummies, in which case, I'm not very facetious. <laughs> it's so high. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, but this one does step forward. But Andis in the surprise round, go ahead and make me a mover standard action. Hmm. Let's see. You're still kind of back behind these cases. You see them moving, standing up through transparent aluminum. Yeah, I'm going to activate my jetpack and I'm going to fly about 15 feet up into the air and just uh, sort of move into the room. I'm uh, placing myself behind the uh, the transparent aluminum on the on the left-hand side. And as I go, I call out, remember, lasers can shoot through these things. <laughs> just, 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 yeah, oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> these provide no, no, uh, no cover to lasers or anything that's like optical. Um, transparent <laughs> aluminum does not provide any cover. <laughs> it's uh, a little used rule, but it's a, a, fun, a fun thing about laser. An old code, but it checks out. Right. I'm just, I'm calling back specifically to Raimi. I'm like, Raimi, you can shoot these guys no matter what. <laughs> uh, they do indeed have a, a small pedestal there, but yeah, they are. They're going to move right now, so no worries about that. Uh, yeah, so they move forward. One of them kind of like crab walking on its hands and legs. Its head twisted into a an awful contortion of what a, a normal living anatomy might be able to do. And they are done with their surprise round here. Let's go in initiative turn order. Knack, Feldspar, they're on top of you. <laughs> a lot of them. I'm going to guess that I didn't get any kind of uh, uh, reaction attack uh, for that moving right on top of me. No, not, not as flat-footed as you all are. Grumble, grumble, shanks. Okay, uh, but I have uh, Adras and Alindra right next to me, so I'm not going to move. I'm going to quick draw my, my auto pistol, and I am going to both get them and I'm going to attempt to clever faint the uh, the skulking crab walking uh, cat just to my east. Mm-hmm. He's a fun guy. <laughs> this one. Uh, hey, Chumley, uh, why don't you walk on two legs like a normal guy? 
That's a 27 bluff check. Uh, what do you roll? What, what do you roll on the dice here? Seven? Do you want to re-roll that? Or do you want to take it and roll the old bonus uh, expertise? <sighs> I'm just going to roll the d6. <laughs> that is enough with the d6 because you're adding, what, two to that as well? Two. Alrighty. So, yeah, this one seems a little faked out by the whipping of your tail movements. <laughs> and definitely not the sick burn that you laid on it and uh, it is indeed gonna be flat-footed here look some of my sick burns are good some of my sick burns are just practice but this guy looks like a practice kind of sick burn shooting him in the head <laughs> oh that's a uh a 30 uh but with two plus two with get him 32 to hit uh that is a hit that is gonna provoke though from the other two that are on top of you. Ah, prank. <laughs> Did we forget that there's more than one here? Yes. Yes. Excellent. Excellent. Yeah, okay. They are coming at you just with these creepy, leathery, mummified hand strikes. Okay, and this one, is, you're going to get a little bit of cover because it's kind of fighting around the corner of the door here. Alrighty. Now, what is your KAC? 28. I don't know if mobility has anything to do with this, but... Uh... Well, he didn't move, so it does not. Ah. All right, so I have rolled uh, 16 and 11. These are both hits. <sighs> and I'm rolling D6s. Alrighty, the first one. Ooh, it's only 14 points of damage. And the second, 18 points of damage. This is bludgeoning as they smack into you. Um, go ahead and make me uh, a fortitude save. Let's get this this going. Oh, good. Good, good, good. Oh, you know what? I'm sorry. No, they cannot do that. Forget I said that. They don't have any special abilities. Cut it. Cut it. Just cut it. Just cut it. Just cut it. <laughs> uh, those are reaction attacks. So that is what they do. And that that damage goes through, but your hit does as well. Now, how much did you get uh, shooting this one point blank? 19 damage. Wonderful high 19 damage that I'm sure will just take this guy right out. <laughs> oh no, he's very, very much uh, undead still. So, but that is a hit. And that brings us to next in the turn order, Remy Quindar. All right. So the the one next to Nat mm-hmm. is, that's out of the door. I can see it plainly, correct? Oh yeah. He's about 10 feet away from you. All right. Well, then I am going to take a shot at him with my artillery laser. Single shot. Single shot, no chaser. That is a 24 with Get'em? 25 with Get'em. 25 with Get'em? That is a hit. Uh, For 25 points of damage. And fire damage, correct? Correct. Doesn't seem to do that much. You burn a hole through this thing, and it it scores a a nice little hole uh, in its neck. Uh, it doesn't seem to doesn't seem to care that much about it. Still taking a good deal of that, but it has some resistance, it seems. And that brings us to next in the turn. Edros Veronis, this one is right on top of you as well. Moved right up Remy. next to Nack. Remy, it seemed to resist that attack. What? Do you know why? Uh, they probably got some fire resistance, buddy. Oh, I was hoping you would roll to find out more. <laughs> please <laughs> I can only do survival my name please, is a please roll mysticism and determine what their defenses are so I know what to attack it with <laughs> what'd you get there Miles uh 25 you are not sure what these these things are exactly definitely some kind of life fast moving undead but yeah they, they don't seem to be uh, don't seem to be wearing armor have weapons on them it is it is very odd. 
What you got, Tyler? Hmm. Uh, Edros is going to look down at the terrible thing that is up against Nack. He's going to say, I do not know what you are, but Senray demands that you be cleansed of your undead existence. And I am going to put down some divine judgment on this hmm. bad boy, which mm-hmm. is something I really haven't been able to do in a while. Or ever. Have I done it ever? I feel like you did it one time. I think you've done to a few undead, but I don't think they had the old uh, DR except versus like good <laughs> kind of uh, uh, gotcha. action. So I'm not sure if it. it so gotcha. Um, so Edros has his magma blade out and his uh, vorpal blade, but with divine judgment as a move action, he spends a resolve point. He pronounces a creature as an enemy of the faith, which means uh, my weapons will bypass the target's DR and ignore its energy resistances. <laughs> So uh, that's my move action. And then as a standard, I'm going to go ahead and try and cut it up with the Vorpal Blade. Oh, better. <laughs> Almost a two. Yeah, I saw that on the time. <laughs> but it was, a, it was a 12. So a 33. Uh, yeah, it's a hit. 38 points of damage. Okay, this one has taken a, a number of hits here in close next to this thing. Yeah, it does seem to have some kind of mystical, some kind of magical powers or auras about it. Just can't really tell. You are putting a hurting with just a regular blade though. You know, maybe you you chop off a huge hunk of the the side of its undead chest. Still is coming. Doesn't seem phased by it. Doesn't seem to care if you're indeed chopping it in half. Next in the turn order, Alindra Vallis. Hey, Rebecca. Hey, question. Mm-hmm. Is it still the case that being undead creatures, these would be immune to anything that requires a fort save? Am I correct in assuming that? Yeah, if they, they have the undead immunities, that is correct. I have. Mm-hmm. I also have a question. Do I count as flanking for Alindra? Like Not in the corner? position you're at now. No, you guys are at a 45 degree angle to the, this first one that has been hit a few times, so... You have to be at a other side of the the creature. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Straight okay, line through so, opposite sides. Uh, I'm going to go toward photon attunement, and I'm going to just stand here next to the skulking thing and use my solar weapon twice. Ooh. <laughs> and this has get him on it, right? Yes, it yeah. does. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, alighting your your blade, you know, uh, you can have it out before you get in here. But uh, as soon as you bring it to bear on these things, you see a black shimmering kind of oily feature uh, just covering their bodies. And you tell all at once that they seem to be attuned to the graviton side of Solarian uh, powers. Interesting. Making those attack rolls, Rebecca? I am. All right. So that's a 33 to hit. It's a hit. Oh my God. All right. So that does 55 damage. <laughs> I need range combatants, not melee. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I will say that um, 3d6 of those damage rolls are fire. So I don't know if that matters. That, that does matter. It doesn't Thank really <laughs> in, in another because you're doing so much damage. But let me see here. Got to do some math. All right. It is still up after that single massive All right. effect. Please roll here a lot Here comes lower. another one. <laughs> oh, that's a 25 oh. to hit. Oh, 
That's a hit. Yes. Oh yes. No. Yes. 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 <laughs> Forty-seven damage. A lot whoa, less whoa, whoa. damage. Whoa, whoa. Am I missing something? I don't know. Probably. I, I would put money plus, on it. Plus two is twenty-five. Minus four is twenty-one. Or minus three is. Oh, minus three. Oh gosh, I wasn't <gasps> subtracting the minus three. <gasps> bum bum bum. Tyler ruins everyone's <laughs> fun forever. It's <laughs> the name of this episode. Uh, no, yeah, what, that'd oh, be a that, 22. That first one definitely had over 30, but a 22 against KAC is a miss. Oh, oh, no. Yay. Good call, he's Tyler. A, he's very much alive. <laughs> Yeah. Let it be, let it be okay. said that Tyler will never be a cheater, and we both love him and hate him for it. <laughs> um, it's okay, though, because we're back to Andis. Uh, got to go in that surprise round up in the rafters almost of this room. But, mm-hmm. yeah, there's still a couple in this room with you that uh, yet to, to sneak outside. What would you like to do? To um, I'm going to track both of those two as a move action. And I'm going to hmm, shoot the one that's sort of directly below me. And I'm going to give it a uh, an overcharged uh, deadly aim. Here we go. Hmm. Here we go. So this is at minus two. Mm. Oh, that don't matter. <laughs> uh, that's going to be uh, 29 versus the AC. That is a hit. Yeah. All right. And second point on the board. Ooh, 42 points of damage. This is the one right beneath you. Mm-hmm. And yeah, first damage I take, it does not seem to have sonic resistance. Uh, second attack? Uh, no, I did oh, use the move to... track, of course. Blah, blah, blah. Uh, right automatically hovering up in the rafters. And, oh boy, two combats in a row. I rolled the bottom of the order here. <laughs> uh, so much fun. But thankfully, I have all three of my sweet, sweet evil undead still undead. Not alive. <laughs> so, uh, let's see. This one is on top of Knack. Alindra and Ed Dross sees Raimi doesn't seem to to view him as much of a threat right now so let's d6 and I've rolled a four so it's going to try and attack Ed Dross with a attack oh thank promise I did I did judge it rather harshly last turn yeah so it's going to come at you uh yeah let's go ahead and make uh let's make four attacks with this guy that sounds that sounds like a good time Oh, 40, 20. Uh, low, low. Chum, 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 all, chum, misses, chum. all misses. All misses. Oh. Already, uh, <laughs> I've rolled a three in one of those, but I've also rolled a 19. <laughs> so, let's see. Your KAC is 31. Correct. Two misses, two hits. <laughs> you wish. Uh, no, that, I have, I've rolled that uh, uh, 10, a three, a seven, and a 19. The 19 is a hit. These rest are misses. Yes. D6 for damage. Thought maybe that 10 might be good enough. <laughs> and 18, 18 points of bludgeon damage, so no problem. I do need you to make a fortitude save for me, though. All right, let me let yes. me get rid. Let me. You said 18 points of bludgeoning. Yes. So it only, really only six. Well, close. But this fort this fort save might be pretty ugly. So it's my best save. But I roll so poorly. A three. three. On the- a three. Tyler, it's that time of the day when I ask you if you want to use your eel skin jacket, yes or no. Not even knowing if that this, is a pass or a fail. This week on Jacket or No Jacket. <laughs> jacket on, I'm jacket going, off. I'm going, no jacket. 
Uh, 16 is a fail, very much a fail. And you are flat-footed and off-target, both of the conditions. Uh, and also you, you, <laughs> you try and say something to your teammates about feeling feeling magically dampened and it just comes out gobbledygook cannot talk currently good he well, needs to stay in his silent corner for not using his eel jacket like a grown up <laughs> let me go ahead and, and roll a d it's fantasy timeout <laughs> I've rolled a 3 on a d4 so 3 you are <laughs> this is going to last you 3 of something uh, that is it's three turn. three episodes <laughs> three episodes until <laughs> the end of the season oh boy uh, this one is going to move to, it's going to move backwards a little bit Knack you can make an attack of opportunity oh, with I'm, the tail plate I'm going to oh jeez oh, you're so excited to get this thing yes, rolling this would be great <laughs> It's a 33 hit. 19 on the dice is a hit, no matter what. Uh, Tailblade going. Yeah, you want to hear this sweet, sweet damage? Are you guys ready for it? You ready for it? You ready for it? Seven damage. (laughs) Okay, so yeah, your your Tailblade whips out and catches uh, this thing on the cheek, and it's not too happy about that. Um, As it stands back, it kind of cranes on one leg and contorts itself into I mean it looks like stigmata and all kinds of crazy poses of undeath you can see it kind of its ribcage rising and, and falling and then bubbling up in, in places and from its skull like maw it emits a cone of black oily magical darkness and I need everyone except for Andis who's up and away right now uh, please make me a fortitude save. Oh, oh my wow. god! Wow. Alright, alright. Calm down, everyone. <laughs> I hate you all, first off. <laughs> Three natural 20s on these saves. Gross. It's disgusting. <laughs> this is a really cool ability. Thankfully, thank you, Miles, for being a decent human being and rolling a what is it? a four. Jeez. So we, Eel Jacket Miles. Um, All right. If you roll a 20 right now, we're going to have some words, but go ahead and make that reroll. All right. All right. 21. <laughs> that's fine. That That is also a pass. The natural 20s are all passes. Yes. Uh, <laughs> uh, and you don't get to know what cool ability this was because <laughs> you all passed it well. Um, <laughs> Which means he's absolutely going to try and use it again. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, as much as I, I want to, I think this one is just going to reach around the door and try four attacks against Knack. No, oh, good. A, oh, good. Uh, you're getting a, a good bonus from, from this door. Yeah. I um, I, I feel like Knack's luck was all in that Elikoth fight. Here we go. <laughs> and, and rolling that 20. Save uh, me, door. No, I rolled uh, I rolled pretty poorly. Uh, once again, what is your KAC, Drew? Ah, uh, my KAC is twenty eight. It's going to be a thirty two with the the cover from the door. So I'm going to roll pretty high, and I've only managed uh, one success on four d twenty here, and that's another nineteen super damage. Hit. Super here, eighteen points of bludgeoning damage, and that is that's their entire turn, bringing us to the top of turn order, turn to Knackfeld's bar. On to you. All right, Knack is going to take a guarded step just to his back, which is currently the west, 
which should take me out of the doorway uh, for these other two cats. Mm-hmm. And uh, for the guy that we have been attacking uh, this last round, little uh, shambly uh, dude right here, uh, we're going to try another clever attack. So, uh, look, you're not even listening, so pronk you. <laughs> To natural 20 on this bluff check. <laughs> you sure you don't want to re-roll that tree? <laughs> We're going to let that ride. Success. Uh, I think I, I have to roll the expertise just out of uh, whatever, but no. I swear good. if you do, I'm quitting. You've done it. You've succeeded. <laughs> uh, and we're going to take another shot with that Paragon semi-auto pistol. Pa pow Pa pa Ooh. That is a 31 to hit. Uh, yes, very much a hit. For 25 points of damage. Ouch. All right, that is enough on this one that you guys have been wailing on. Uh, yeah, you put one well-placed bullet through the side of its temple, and it crumples to the ground and also does like a, a creepy little death rattle, like a, a swan song where its arms are like kicking and screaming for a second, and then it just becomes deathly silent and a mummified corpse on the ground. First an Elikoth, now a shambling horror. Are you guys going to keep up? I'm keeping count here. Come on, <laughs> let's do this. Yeah, let's roll that. <laughs> uh, Raimi, we are back to you. Okay, so... Hmm. I guess uh, Raimi is going to be an idiot and mm-hmm. go inside. Oh, yep. go, go into the room. It's kind of cleared out the door here. <clears throat> yeah. All right. And then he is going to shoot his artillery laser rifle at the undead uh, ruffian roughing up his old buddy Andis. <laughs> well, it's it's like 20 feet below Andis, so hasn't done anything oh. to them yet. But yes, it is very close to them on the map. That is a 24. Against EAC is a hit for 30 points of damage. A little bit less than that, but ouch. For 30 <laughs> points of damage. <laughs> still uh, still a lot. And Edros Fronis, still out on the stairs leading up here. This one dead in front of you. What would you like to do? Oh, you'd like to go to the bathroom and not tell us? What's happening? No, I, I can't talk anymore because of the thing. Oh, that's right. Oh, jeez, yeah. Louise. Oh. <laughs> You can't, Tyler can talk. No, no, no. I, I'm one of those actors that that really gets into the role. What are those called? Annoying people. <laughs> method. I'm a, I'm, a me, I'm a method actor. Uh, <laughs> I'm, a me, I'm a methadone actor. I'm a methadone actor. <laughs> you know, as a a player, um, I hate you, uh, Tyler. But as your friend, I also hate you. I hate everything. <laughs> Give me your action. What do you want to do? All right. Adras is going to uh, move into the room. He does not want to obstruct Raimi's shot. So he's actually going to move past, probably provoking an attack from this first undead that's just inside to the left of the door. All right. I'm going to do that. And I've rolled 19 on the ice. Third 19 for these guys. Can I get a regular hit, please? That's only 17 points of damage, bludgeoning. All right. That doesn't do much to Edros, as then he's going to try and drive a blade into this other undead creature. And, uh, yeah, we'll just use the vor- We'll use the Vorpal Blade. Maybe see what happens. I just have a weakness to this Vorpal Blade. I won't oh, use it all. Wow. Okay. Matching numbers. Super hit. Jeez Louise. Super hit. Super. Oh. Uh, 38. Yeah, to hit is a hit. <laughs> and 38 damage. Oh, my gosh. 
Oh, ouch, 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 ouch. Slashing through this thing's leg, you connect with bone, shatter it in a place. It just hops on its other leg, though. It's very dexterous. <laughs> Very able to keep up, hopefully. Alindra Vallis, though, we're on to you now. Alindra's sad that Adras didn't move to where she could flank with him, but um, we're going to move... You monster, uh, Tyler. <laughs> uh, I'm going to move up and around the uh, thing that Adras just approached. Oh, yeah. If you got the movement, you can do that, not provoke. Yep. yep. Um, and just a single attack. That's oh, a gosh. 36 to hit. Just a single attack. Uh, 18 yeah. on the dice. Tons <laughs> of damage. That's a hit. So that's going to do, let's see, 55 damage. I uh, love this it, crystal, by the way. It's great. <laughs> it's still up. Oh, the transparent aluminum? No, the, the photon <laughs> crystal I got. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I thought you were admiring the, uh, the features of the room. It's like, oh, it's uh, beautiful. It's a great glass. Uh, yeah, it's taken a huge uh, one-two punch from Team Adros slash Alindra. It is still up, and it is Andis' turn. Two of these things still crawling around down beneath you. What do you want to do, Chipper? I'm going to take two shots at the one that is being attacked by Adros and Alindra right now. Alrighty. And I'm going to use my deadly aim. So I'm at minus six plus, oh, plus one from coordinated shot. And then any get him on that guy? No, the get him guy no, died. Okay. okay, cool. Again, died again. Yes, well, quit killing him. <laughs> <laughs> so taking a full attack, I think this will drop you down to the ground afterwards. Because it's uh, at least a swift action to stay hovering the jetpack. Is that true? Is that something you want to do? Or do you want a single attack? Yeah, sure, whatever. Who cares? This Is this other guy going to be alive by the time... Oh, yes, he will, because you're attacking the other one. But right, yeah. this will put you right next to this other undead dude. Yeah. Oh, jeez, Louise. Oh, boy. Right. So that's going to be... Oh, hang on a second. So that's going to be... Yeah, I'm going to get my calculator real quick. <laughs> no, I don't like it when calculated. <laughs> oh, boy. I'm just looking at the damage now. and Ooh. Yeah, that'll be 57 points of damage. Its chest literally explodes, sprained bones and tanned hide uh, across no. the room. Very dead. Well, then can I use a swift action to just stay right there? <laughs> that I will. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Normally you should be blowing this, this, uh, a second shot at this guy. Yeah. But, and uh, you see a draw uh, look at you and start trying to yell at you something, but there are no words coming out. <laughs> I, th I, th I, think, I think the sound's coming out. It's just sort of like garbled. So it's just like, <laughs> you can, you can tell he's unhappy, but Ugh. you can't tell. <laughs> you can't quite put the words in. Perhaps comms are down or something, but uh, I'll, I'll look at your comm unit when we're done. <laughs> <laughs> All right, yeah, this you guys have divided up amongst the room pretty well here. This one lone survivor is taking a look at Alindra and Adros, having destroyed uh, its its other friend here in the room. Uh, can you both make me a fortitude save as it unleashes this black cone of gross magical ability? Call me. Ooh. Okay, okay. That's Good one from Tyler Alindra 16. Now you've already used that eel jacket, so there's no recourse here. That is a failure, and we get to find out what this does. This ability, <sighs> thank goodness. 
Oh, it is. Um, as soon as it, this thing hits you, a wave of energy just kind of washes out of your your body, and it seems like your suit is still working fine. Environmental protection is working fine, but it just knocks the wind out of you, and you are fatigued as per the condition. As you uh, having difficulty trying to catch breath here. So fatigued, minus one to basically everything. And I've rolled a one on the D4. That is its its turn. Actually, it's going to, because that is a standard action, it's going to take its move and just get all up on top of Edros. No. Turn three, Knackfeldspar. Drew, what you got? What kind of vision do I have of this guy right now? Uh, you are outside the room. Um right outside the, the doors, so you can peek around the corner and shoot at it if that's something you'd like to do. It is something I would like to do. Get him! Clever attack! Oh, no. That is a 23 bluff check. Now, would you like to re-roll your sweet, sweet three on a dice, or would you like to add uh, your bonus, your expertise? I believe I get to know whether I've passed or failed at this point. That's a failure. Okay. But by what amount... But by what amount? But uh, by what? I'm going to re-roll. Throw caution to the wind. Yeah, I think you could do better than throw. There we go. <laughs> better than a three. Another <laughs> natural 20. <laughs> Wasted them on this uh, bluff check. <laughs> These skill uh, checks, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so this guy's get him. He is flat-footed. Let's see what we can do with a Paragon semi-auto pistol. A fire. That is a 21 to hit. Not great. <laughs> Miss. Miss. We're back to threes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Thank you, Drew. I like people that roll low that are not me. Raimi Quindar, we're, we're back to you. Uh, So, Raimi's just gonna fire a magic missile. Oh. Style. Standing still. For 17 points damage. 19 points of damage. Nope. 19 sorry. points of damage. Nope. 17. 17. 17 points of damage. <laughs> we'll figure this out one day, folks. Wrong get them. Sorry. Yeah, so all three of these missiles thump, 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 beat into its undead mummified skin, and immediately its head turns around, uh, Linda Blair style, <laughs> and looks at you, and its mouth just opens up, and it looks like in this vacuum it is screaming in your direction. Rainy. I, I regret everything. <laughs> Andros Verlanis, maybe your friends can save you before uh, the, uh, the dune is about to come to Rainy Town. <laughs> what you got, Tyler? Andros looks at if this you say you can't speak, I'm going I'm to kill you. Adros <laughs> Adros looks at this terrible undead creature and goes Horfenlager and then it attacks sense. many times. How many times? Three times. Oh no. Oh. Oh, we need some low rolls here, listeners at home. We need no. some low rolls. Oh, Not gonna get no. him with that one. Sixteen on the dice is a hit. Yes. Alright. Thirty seven points of damage. Still up. Mm. <laughs> oh, no. That's a miss. Yeah, four on the dice. Get that out of my face. Come on. Oh, this one might be close. Mm -hmm. I can do math. I can't. We've, we've established that none of us can do math. Uh, 26. Uh, that is a hit against KAC. 41 points of damage. 
And with that, yeah, you <laughs> chop this thing's head off, cutting it in half after these two giant swings that have connected and the head rolls to Raimi's feet where it looks like it is still trying to attack him. It's, and Raimi <laughs> kicks it like a soccer ball. <laughs> it's, it's like trying to gnaw at your ankles. But we are out of combat. <laughs> Woo! Pew! Well, All right. Well. These are uh, uh, undead, magical undead. They are indeed powered with solarian energy. Uh, Corobozos. Corobozos. Hmm. Your characters might not know that, but we will hear these monk-like creatures. <laughs> oh, I'll, I'll, I'll try to know that. Here, let me, let, me, let me make a physical science check. But it's mysticism. Do you have some kind of special ability that allows you to know that? I super do. It's no. a 41 <laughs> on the science, on the physical science check. Oh, yeah. You know all about these things after. Where were there. you, Jabir, when I mummified for me? It <laughs> takes a move action. <laughs> Jabir, you stingy boy. It's so, it's so much. I need the move action so much. You stingy boy. <laughs> Oh, boy. Yeah, so you're amongst the the still kind of gently shaking and moving corpses of these undead monks, basically. They are centuries, centuries old. Uh, Corabozos. We'll we'll talk about them some more in the future, but uh, you know uh, know a few things about them. But yeah, as you're you're stepping forward, examining remains, the rest of you, uh, the, the four large display cases in this room catch your attention. For they are, even if you are not inclined, you can feel they're giving off these magical auras, these very powerful, mystical energies just kind of penetrating you. The gold and and silver and copper items in the cases are twinkling in the, the, the light. And as you walk forward a bit, slowly a fifth case glass case transparent aluminum descends from the ceiling inside its bejeweled and gold plated casing you see something that will rock your world bringing you all to its knees for inside this fifth and final case is a placard that reads Gavilar's Knorr oh (laughs) (laughs) Jabert's off the podcast. You don't step on my to be continued. <laughs> I'm winding up like uh, Casey at the bat here. <laughs> Wait, didn't he like strike out he, real bad? Wasn't that like he, the whole thing? He did. Not pitcher, right now. The pitcher did well. I was winding up like the pitcher. Well, I was Casey at the bat again for you. <laughs> uh, oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're going to find out about what these magical and dead are next week and what these magical items are. They're power coins, Ruby Power Rangers. <laughs> five coins, five Rangers. It makes perfect sense. Yes. <laughs> they got the right somehow. Paizo got the right. <laughs> hey, there's five of us. There's five of them. We're the, we're the porky rompers. <laughs> oh, boy. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> completely legally distinct. <laughs> um, we will find out next week. We have a lot to talk about next week, and we'll figure out where to go after this. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, you guys made short work of a, a couple of sets of three best friends, <laughs> Elgoths and Corabozos. Yeah. Feeling good about and level 12. Three things after us. More like Carabozos, am I right? Oh. No. No. We had a <laughs> couple of instances of really good teamwork, gotta say. 
Scott. Yeah, yeah, and really good dice roll. <laughs> so yes. they may be best friends, but we're best friends too. Oh, right. Yeah, we're best Aww. friends forever. We're five best <laughs> friends. There were only three Aww. best friends. Our best friend, <laughs> everybody our best knows friend that's bonus. Two is more best friends. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Get some more friends, nerds. Yeah. <laughs> Come yeah, back and see us. Central Park. <laughs> we'll find out if the best friends friendship can survive uh, the rest of the command deck next week. Thank you guys for playing with me this week. Thank you. Thank, Thank you, you. Patrick. Thank you for running. Oh, say uh, to everyone out there listening. Thanks for listening. Have a great week. Have a great Thanks week. Thank Have you. Have a great week. Bye. Bye.